three right away. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Will go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three final. Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! What's good, everyone? At NBA G Wiz here, also known as Maddie G. We are here for the Insight NBA Thursday show. I call this one Chase Down. I just jump on and do this solo. And I do this one by myself. This is just one that I jump on and give my first thoughts and reactions. It's a work in progress show. So feel free to put in the comments how you want me to change the format on Chase Down. The idea of this one is to have a look at the games, obviously, in our rewind segment from the games of today. But on these games where there's like 13 that take place, it gets a little bit laborious. So I'll go through them a lot. I'm thinking just like on these heavy game days, just a lot quicker. I just want to get through them so we can get to what's coming ahead and how we can really focus in on the weekend ahead so you can chase down what you need to in advance for the weekend. And talking about chasing down, if you're talking about chasing down your dream home, make sure you chat to our friend Ryan at Astute and you said he has like just the biggest panel of banks you can imagine, obligation-free quotes, but you don't have to wonder about the stuff like your dream home anymore. Talk to Ryan. He can give you confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached at all. As I said, he specializes in home loans, over 50 lenders, including the major banks on a panel to get you the best deal possible. You don't have to be pigeonholed in. He can guide you in the right direction. Reach out to Ryan at a student newstead on 0431-766-784. That's 0431-766-784. Or email ryanh at eganwealth.com and use code INSIGHT to let him know that we sent you. And now let's get into it. Let's give you a little bit of insight on today's Rewind. Yeah, I caught it earlier in this season that Shaden Sharp might be the sleeper before everything went down over there and old mate Anthony Simons went down. And look, he wasn't a sleeper. He was always going to be bound to get minutes. But the second that Anthony went down, he was forced into the limelight. Today, 42 minutes for Shaden Sharp. You love to see it. 29 points, the efficiency right there, nine from 16 from the field, three three-pointers. That's a really good trend to start watching. Again, Malcolm Brogdon off the bench, still available in some leagues, and God knows why. I love seeing that. Scoot Henderson, I'm just getting the feeling that I'm getting the feeling that it's not going to be more than a month or so away until we really start to see some solid improvements from Scoot. The last couple of games have been progress. The efficiency, it's just creeping. No rebounds today, no steals, none of the peripherals for Scoot. But about another month or so, just, I'm just going to say this in advance. Targets acquired. I am going to look at him as a target for those who are wanting to sell, like what Scoot on the block. You, you see in chat, like Scoot, OTB. Sure, have a look for Scoot on there, but also if he gets dropped to your waiver wire because a manager gets frustrated by the lack of efficiency and peripheral stats, make sure you swoop on him. DeAndre Ayton, a better game for DeAndre Ayton today. We love to see it. The anomaly here, it's like outlier Ayton week. It's outlier Ayton week. Five steals for the man today. Much better, better efficiency. No free throws for him to buoy you there, but 11 rebounds and 16 points for him. Look, he continues to be very good this season. One Mr. Cade Cunningham. You love to see it. 
Uh, Cade today, 30 points, five rebounds and four assists. Look, he just looks good out there. The efficiency though, 27 shots, only made 11 of them. Yeah, not great. Killian Hayes, still a zero uh, from the floor today. Look, the three steals. That's what you're going to get from Killian. Alec Burks didn't play interesting enough one. Opening up more minutes for Jaden Ivey, but it didn't really give Jaden Ivey more minutes. So with no Burks today, Sasa, interestingly enough, got a run for 23 minutes, but Jaden Ivey, only 22, 10 points in that time, two assists, a steal, and two rebounds. I would have thought that was going to give me more opportunity, especially when Killian Hayes isn't looking great out there in this loss to give Jaden Ivey more of a run. Surprised he didn't get more, but again, Today, the big news was that Jalen Duran went down injured and filling in his steed was Isaiah Stewart. I guess today, if anything, kind of showed you that look, Marvin Bagley was in there. Isaiah Stewart, he's been the power forward. He rolled to center. But look, this is the thing that we've been saying. Isaiah Stewart has that ability to stretch the floor. He's a really good streaming option. He showed that again. But the uh, the corpse of Marvin Bagley today was, if you brought him here as a late-minute streamer, Look, he served you really well. 10 points, four from five from the free throw line. We like that. Six rebounds and three assists in his 33 minutes. So a serviceable, more rounded Marvin Bagley Jr. game. People can change. Look at that one. Today, the Raptors getting back on the winning track. Look, I said last night in the pod, they have not been very, very good at all. But have the Bucs been great under new direction and leadership? Not really. But Mark, I, I did say last night, look out for Beasley to work on that scoring. And he like he was a steamer today. So hats off to Malik Beasley, top score for the Bucks, 20 points, seven from 10. That's a very efficient Beasley game. That's a very, very efficient Beasley game. Only thir- like only nine shots for Damian Lillard though. Like Malik is out there putting it up, but the new hero of the team is Damian Lillard. And, it, and Dame time started well in Milwaukee. And I'm not trying to be clickbaity here, but... I'm not seeing this fear the deer team, like the the devastating pick and roll, this unbreak, like this unbeatable look out, best duo in the NBA talk of Dame Lillard and Giannis. I, I just haven't seen it yet translate. Now it'll come most likely over time. And I'm not eating my words then because when it comes, amazing. Like that's just going to be amazing basketball to watch. And as a fan of basketball, look, you love to see it. But it's not showing out right now. Like, it just wasn't a good game from the Bucs. Like, they were well and truly beaten. Like, they were well and truly beaten in that first quarter. 31 to 18 by halftime, up again. Not a strong Bucks game again. But who continues to roll? Scotty Barnes. Another decent game from Barnes. 12 rebounds, five assists, one steal, and two blocks. 21 points for him, plus 14, 50% from the field. Four three-pointers for Scotty Barnes, though. That's what I'm pulling out of this box score. Jakob Pertl, again, another very solid Pertl game. The buy-low window on him is, is really close. He didn't start off strong, but the last couple of games from Jakob have been very encouraging. And FIBA legend. Dennis Schroeder. Again, he is still available here and there around the place. Dennis Schroeder doing absolute good work today. 24 points, 11 assists, a steal, just to be in a pest, perfect from the line. And the efficiency, you love to see it, nine from 13. And again, the only guy you can reference off the bench for the uh, Toronto Raptors has been Gary Trent Jr. Because, you know, you only get a little bit of dick. You just get this, you get this little... 21 minutes from from Grady, and he goes two from 10 from the field and doesn't do much else. But Gary Trent Jr. was, look, he hasn't, he's on waiver wise, 
And if Gary Trent can get it going, he is still going to be that streamer option for steals and and points and threes down the way. But no one really else to pay attention to in this team as of right now. But yep, that's right. The Raptors getting up over the Bucks today. The Wizards. I said it. I've said it before. Kyle Kuzma's having a bloody great season. He was one that we were watching in our drafts, and today, 11 from 21 from the field. The three is not there, but the nine rebounds, the six assists, you love to see it. But again, still a minus 16, 25 points. Jordan Poole continues to be inefficient. No surprises there. And this is this is the reason, at the end of the day, the Warriors got rid of Jordan Poole. He is not the one. Like he, There was this whole, like, could he lead the NBA in, in points this season? No. Could he leave the NBA in shot attempts possibly and want to be the NBA scoring leader? 100%. The, this whole thing in Tyus Jones, these guys were absolutely, they came out hot. And for a second there at the end of the first quarter, when I was looking back over, I'm like, look, they're putting on a bit of a show here. I think they're up by five at the end of the first quarter. And I was like, okay, here we go. We've got a game. Atlanta's going to have to work on it. And then they came back and absolutely routed them in the second and third quarter, the Hawks. Well done to them. Again, a very impressive game. Now, the interesting thing here was, and people were talking, oh, Jalen Johnson's been been bumped to the bench for this one. Jalen Johnson's been bumped to the bench. But the size-wise and the matchup-wise, this really did dictate a more of a veteran presence and some bigger bodies. Jalen Johnson still today off the bench. 24 minutes, fair enough. Sadiq Pay and DeAndre. DeAndre Hunter was dropped in some leagues, and he has been excellent since. But he has been putting it together. And him and Sadiq Bay, 33 and 32 minutes, solid. Two from seven from Sadiq Bay and two from seven from DeAndre Hunter. Hunter from three, we would like to see that. Trey Young, here's an anomaly for you. Here's something that's a little bit fucked in the sacred timeline. I don't know if we're trying to jam different, like, things of it through the like the great like the time like loom right now but i just saw trey young take only three three point attempts in a game that's got to be one of the lowest attempts in fact he was the lowest attempts from three in the starting five from atlanta today i i didn't think i would ever see that but i saw it today and they had a gutsy win like the wizards came back at him for sure enough they lost it in the second and the third but that was really interesting to see a kongwu though he continues to show. Now, I benched him in another league for field goal percentage, not thinking that he was going to go six from eight. And I wasn't sure what the matchup was going to be there. But they, I, I, look, I don't regret it. The other thing worked out for me because it was a tactical change. But just the line I love. I love being in a Conway owner. And what I love about him is that you can get that four from four from the free throw line. The 11 rebounds, the two assists, the block, the 16 points. I love to see it. They just need to see him unleashed. Again, though, when you have a solid Capella game in the 21 minutes that he rolls out there and plays, you're not complaining if you're a Hawks fan and they're playing good basketball. You're complaining if you're an Ekongwu owner, like myself, and you want the omelette to get out there and help you win your league at the end of the day. Uh, no real trends here apart from Bogdan Bogdanovich continues to impress off the bench. He continues to impress with all – with every, he just contributes – Everything across again today, a block, a steal, only one assist, which is down for him, three rebounds, only the one three, but he continues to chip in. And so when the Hawks are on back to backs, that is a guy who is a waiver wire target to help bring you up on that one there. The Pacers and the Celts today. Look, Halliburton went down late, and all of a sudden, all the owners who had Tyrese Halliburton were streaming to get somebody in. The big thing there today was obviously TJ uh, McConnell. He got the extra minutes. Now, Nemhard got the start, and he played okay, 6 from 17, 14 points. And look, it was the nature of the blowout. 
But what I like to take away from this is that when TJ McConnell plays, TJ McConnell does TJ things. The steal, the rebounds, seven, five assists. When he gets the minutes, I think he is because of the lack of minutes he's getting. He is definitely a trade target for some team out there looking for an excellent point guard this season. So I'm just more curious from a basketball standpoint to see what becomes of this team of TJ McConnell, because I don't think he is long for Indiana. And this, if anything, serves as a timely reminder that he is on an NBA roster and should be getting more minutes elsewhere. I heard talk of the Suns looking for him earlier in the season. Where he ends up, though, I don't think it's going to be on the paces by the end of the season. A beloved Indiana pacer, one would say. Uh, the big thing here today was 12 cheeky Jarris Walker minutes. Now, whether it because of injury to Tyrese and their rotation happening to shape out, or them just the mere fact that it was a blowout, the Celts did spank them. The Celts spanked the Pacers really hard here. Like it was 155 to 104 by the end of it. A 44 first point quarter. They were up 75, 75 to 54 by the end of the first. And then after the third quarter, a 34 to 17 run in the third. Mate, the Cells have it firing on all cylinders today. Tatum. I love being a Tatum owner. He's fun. 30 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. No steals or blocks. I'd love to see it, but the efficiency. This is what I love to see from Jason Tatum. Getting to the free throw line 10 times a game and making nine of them. That is going to help you win your week every single day of the week. I was a little bit down. I'm actually going to check the other day. I noticed this is free throw trend. I've got to go back up and look at his stats. I've got to see his percentages there. But the attempts were down. I'd have to go back in. But the attempts were down. Last game, and I was like, I noticed one of the other ones was as well. And I'm like, this is that Jason Tatum from a couple of seasons ago that didn't get to the line. Whereas last line, what made him so good was his commitment to get to the bucket, get the hoop and the harm, get to the free throw line, and get those extra points. Nine from 10 from the free throw line. Thank you very much, one Mr. Jason Tatum. Look, KP continues to look good in the team. Drew Holiday, rounded game from him today. The extra block, very, very nice. Derek White. Fishing game from him as well. And Jalen, look, Jalen Brown's just, I think he'll play better, but he could be entering that buy low window where someone would have got him into where he is. I think at the end of the day, you might be able to get some value back for him. So like not value back for him. You might be able to buy on him for a little bit, you know, for a little bit lower than you would have expected, I think, for Jalen Brown. So do watch that window. Uh, look, don't even worry about the bench today. They had this one in the bag, and hence those minutes. I was very encouraged with the OB topper minutes today, but the efficiency wasn't there. For OB. The five from, I mean, the five from six was nice, but one from two from the free throw line, not heaning a three, only getting me two rebounds. The two steals was nice from OB. Bounce back possibly coming on the way. I don't know. I did say the other day as an OB top and truther. If you need to cut and run, cut and run. But the guys to watch here are Naismith uh, and Nemhard. But today, Naismith, not a great game either from him. So just curious with the, how the rotation shape out in Indiana. There is opportunity in Indiana to sweep in there and get a good streaming target or make a move to upgrade your roster, especially in Naismith or Nemhard. Uh, surprising win of the day. Not really. I said the Nets might be able to pull it out versus a very depleted heat. And I wasn't wrong. Today, the Nets, 109 over 105 with the Miami Heat. Let's look at trends here. Jimmy Butler played after being doubtful. And Jimmy Butler played an okay game today. 
much better than the last. 20 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Seven from 16 from the field. Excellent. Six from eight from the line. Not so good for Jimmy. Kyle Lowry again, 30 minutes of basketball, three assists, two steals, six points. Get him out of there if you've got him on your lineup. Just thinking, oh, I can get some, I can get some assists from him. I can get some assists from him. Yeah, you can, but the inefficiencies are going to be present. And if you can stream in on a back-to-back, a better point, like another point guard to give you assist, maybe in some volume, you're probably better just ditching him off your roster. Tyler Hero, though, continues to cook away for the Miami Heat and be a bright, shining light for them. 30 points, five assists, three rebounds for him today on efficient shooting. Six from 10 from the like from beyond the arc, 12 from 23 from the floor. That's interesting for me. Again, though, Josh Richardson, the minutes. This is what I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch the Jay Rich minutes, and today we had them. We had 30 minutes from him. Jaskers Jr., only the 19 as a starter. They're easing Josh back in. Inefficient again, though. One from nine from the field, one from five from three, one from two from the free throw line. Yuck. Yuck, Josh. Yuck. Three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. He was negative 13 on the night with those four points, but they continue to look at him for the minutes. They've brought him back to Miami, and when he is fully healthy, look, he's got the niggling injury right now. I am curious to see what role that he has in this starting lineup, but I can't put it any other way. The real scorcher from these guys today was Bam Adebayo from Miami Heat. 21 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, two steals, and two blocks. Bam owners everywhere are absolutely rejoicing. Next up in the look at the uh, the Brooklyn Nets today, Cam Thomas. Coming back down to earth a little bit. The inefficiency finally coming to... The, 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 the checks and balances of this were always going to be there. There was no way that he could continue to keep up the pace that he was. And against the Miami Heat culture team, where it's all about defense, and he's played other good defenses, to be fair. He just didn't have it today. Four from 19, two from seven from three. This is from a guy who hasn't been knocking down his threes and only getting two game. The three from four from the line. Three steals, though, for him. Very, very nice. But I look over the team, though, and still in the starting lineup, obviously with Claxton out and Cam Thomas out, Dorian Finney-Smith, I said he was a pickup option. He held true six from 10 from the field, 15 points, three rebounds, two assists. Look, gives you a bit of a bump, but Ben Simmons continues to be on almost perpetual triple-double watch. 34 minutes tonight, uh, 11 rebounds and five assists for Simo. He's playing okay, two from five from the field, but the zero from two from the line. Look, you just, maybe he should go just to one arm. Maybe he should do this so hard. He's got to change it up sooner or later, but no real, no real evidence. The only thing is the minutes for Lonnie Walker. In all this, continue to be there in a close game. Lonnie Walker, 25 minutes today, 17 points, four assists, three steals. Just be keeping your eyes on Lonnie Walker. Definitely a stream target. We did say uh, that at the end of this week on the Friday, Saturday, I'll talk about those guys back to back and, and who you can pick up in a minute at the end of this. But yeah, Lonnie Walker is someone who I am going to keep my eye on as a pickup for the back to back this weekend. Uh, going back through, uh, into our next game of the day in Rewind. Ugh, so many games together. Gonna have to take a breath or a really, really long drink at a point. The Cavs getting back up over the Knicks today on the back end of the back-to-back. Donovan Mitchell is Don, is good. It's very good. Donovan Mitchell getting it. This is a shorthanded Cavs team. I thought they were going to get smacked again today, but they didn't. Donovan Mitchell stepped back up. Evan Mobley, a much better Mobley game today. Now, again, We've still got to see what happens 
that they changed the matchup. Niang came into the starting bench. Okoro was still out. Levert came back and played his own. Okoro was in. Okoro was in. He was playing his minutes. But Garland was still out and Allen is still out. So they found their way back in today with Karis Levert back in, 19 points off the bench, five assists, six rebounds in the steal. So Karis was there to help perpetuate that second unit a lot more and mobilize that. Nyang in the first unit today, the big fella with 10 rebounds and five points, look, the, the inefficiencies from the field are there, but the starting lineup change really got it moving today for the Cavs, and it was a back-and-forth game. And it was a really good game until the third quarter when they, they only they stopped the Knicks dead, 13 points in the third from them, and they managed to carry away with the win and get it over the line at the end of the day. But good job to the Cavs. Nothing really here apart from some Tristan Thompson minutes. Wow, you got to pay spousal support somehow. And he managed to do it today. 13 minutes for him uh, off the bench. Really a tight ship today for them. They really played a, a tight unit of only nine blokes there today with uh, everyone's favorite, Craig Porter, getting out there and going one from one for the field. Good on you, Craig. But today, again, we look at the uh, the New York Knicks. Their breakdown today was Josh Hart in the starting lineup. You love to see it. RJ Barrett didn't play with left knee soreness. And I did say we need to look at what happens minutes-wise and that the second there's an injury, Josh Hart becomes more relevant. And it happened today. Five from 14 from the field, one from five for three. Now, that's not very good. But let's say if two more of those threes go in, even one more of those threes to a better percentage, you get 14 points out of the bloke, eight rebounds, three assists. And usually there's a steal or a block in there somewhere for Josh Hart. Now, he is now available in a lot of Yahoo leagues. Keep your eye on that and how long this in uh, this issue goes with. With RJ Barrett, with this soreness, if it continues or plagues him for any extended period of time, I can dead set guarantee you he is going to be available down the line. And sure enough, I've got a trade of another bloke sitting on my screen right now. So I am going to bring up where Hart is available because he has become available and dropped in a lot of leagues. In fact, here he is. Josh Hart is now available in 50% of Yahoo leagues. And... He has been down 7% ownership in the last week. He is the immediate target option when something goes astray. Quentin Grimes still hasn't been firing to start this season. They've started off two and three, the Knicks. If they think that changes need to be made after paying Josh Hart as well, he'll be the guy that gets the call up into the starting lineup. Like That's 100% going to be able to happen. So I am keeping my eye on him when I say trade targets and, and waiver wire targets. He is someone I am absolutely looking at if anything goes sideways there. Like he is a guy that I'm going to be looking to pick up in my leagues just because I know that he can get those. If, if he gets the minutes and the opportunity to play, Josh Hart will provide you a return. And he's usually more efficient than that. Maybe the whole thing is that they're easing him back in after the FIBA World Cup or whatever the reason is. But the other big note today was the DiVincenzo minutes. 30 of them with old mate RJ Barrett out. Quickly, though, still is the guy. If he is away and he is gets he gets thrown off your waiver wire all the time. Again, seven from 16. Now, he didn't hit any threes today, and usually a much better free throw shooter than four from six. But the six rebounds, the four assists, the steal, and the 18 points is very nice for Emmanuel quickly. Uh, next to net game going down onto our list, we've got the Thunder and the Pelicans with the Pels getting the win. I did think they'd get the size. I was hoping the Thunder would get up, but the Pelicans. Is this the season that the Pels have that we thought would have been last season? Zion looks fantastic. CJ. CJ McCollum today. The 11 rebounds from CJ McCollum. A team high 11 rebounds. 
was absolutely impressive for him today. Love to see it from the old man. Uh, 10 from 17, 5 from 8. The free throws being 4 from 7 was a bit shoddy from CJ. I should, yeah, good on you, CJ. Do better in one thing because the rest of your game was elite for 29 points. Zion, 33 minutes, 6 from 9 from the line. We expect that. The 7 from 20. The fact that he's getting out there and being active in the offense, we love to see it. Now, again, this was a team without Brandon Ingram. So, again, we need to factor this in mind, that, that all of these opportunities and looks are happening by committee with no Brandon Ingram and no Trey Murphy in the lineup. And according to all the surface sources, when Trey Murphy is back in and healthy, they are going to roll him in with minutes and ease him back in, and he is going to be a focal point of their offensive and defensive schemes. I love to see it. Six from 10 from the floor for the big fella and one from one from downtown. For Jonas Valanciunas, 19 points, nine rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block there to fill out the line. And Larry Nance Jr. getting a lot of burn on this one as well. And a very close game with the Thunder. I did say watch out for a game where Josh Giddy didn't perform as well. Just watch out for those games where Giddy goes into that slump. Because if you look at his track record of his last few games, it might not be considered good. I, this is someone who people draft overdrafted this year. I said I, I was thinking that it was too high. And I did say I'm, I'm avoiding him because it's going too high. Now, the 15 points might look nice, but the inefficiency going 37% from the field isn't good. The nine rebounds, they're nice. Back to giddy things where he's like the team leader in rebounds almost for the day. Four assists, a steal, and a block are nice. But people get mad cut and mad attached to inefficiency and low points. They do. And if he jumps back down to those rebounds, because remember, the last two games have been better rebounding games for Josh. Nine today, seven the last one. But six, six, and two. They're looking for him for a lot of assists as well. He's not getting those big volume of assists. He's not getting the six or the seven or the eight flirting with the triple-double assists. Four, three, three, six, six. So his first two games were better. So people are going to have be attached to this idea of Josh Giddy, and they might panic. Now, I'm not saying it's a buy low now on Josh Giddy. But where you paid for him on your draft, he's not going to get you back that return right now where you would have invested your pick in him. So people are going to come sniffing very soon, especially if a couple more of these games or a couple worse games come happening for Josh Giddy. Now, he ramps up over time, and I love this about him. But look, I'm just concerned right now where it's going. He wasn't that great in FIBA. Again, I'm an Aussie. Nothing but love for Josh Giddy. But what I'm saying is, and this is not a Josh Giddy hate pot. This is just a... Just watch people coming sniffing for Josh Giddy and sending you some trades that you might not usually get for him. Just put those at arm bars length and give him some breathing space. Unless you're going to get an offer that really fits your team and puts you in a different direction if you're safe with your assists and your rebounds and other areas from other players unexpectedly this season. Or maybe wrangle him into a trade or someone who you know loves Josh Giddy and would be in love with the premise of Josh Giddy. And maybe you could get something quite good back. But there's a little... I just... The, the status quo with Josh, I'm mean, curious by. The status quo that I love, Chet Holgren. Hello, Chetty. Two blocks today, a steal, three assists, 11 rebounds, 19 points. Efficient, eight from 14 from the field. He's taken five threes a game. If he could get one more of them in, that improves that. Again, puts it 22 points. He is having a stellar season right now. And I did say at the beginning of this one, he would be eaten. I, I just look forward to the matchups where he could possibly be eaten alive by the bigger blokes. But he held his own against Valanciunas and Zion Williamson. So, like, just playing really good basketball, Chet Holgren. Love to see that from the young rook. No big notes to take away from that one for the afternoon. Uh, big afternoon, though, for Fred Van Vliet. The seesaw emotional roller coaster that you will have as an FVV owner is there. 
However, he has again shown why you would have had a third round pick on him. This was an exceptional performance from Van Fleet to lead the Rockets to their first win of the season. Uh, eight from 17, five from 10, only one free throw, nailed that one. The three rebounds, the 11 assists and ice. The peripherals that we love from Fred haven't been there. Look, they'll come in time. The more competitive this team gets there, and I say that very loosely, being the Houston Rockets, but the more competitive the Rockets are, the more that will come along. And that's going to come along in time as this team coalesces. A very good game today for Jabari Smith Jr. The 17 points, 7 from 10 from the field is excellent. Six rebounds, four assists. Shangoon, 27 minutes, 19 points. This was this was a well-rounded performance. And Jalen Green, 23 points, an inefficient an inefficient 23 points, six from 16 from the floor, but the four threes were nice if you're doing the counting stats, but the outside the box stuff there for him, the two steals, the three assists and the four rebounds are nice and going perfect from the line, from the free throw stripe. Yeah, that's going to bore you if you're a Jalen Green owner. Uh, minutes there today again, none for Cam Whitmore, any of those blokes off this one in a decent win from them. Look, it was a pretty close game. I did say to monitor the minutes for Brandon Miller. So in yesterday's pod, I said, I'm going to watch those today. And Brandon Miller watched 24 minutes today, four from nine, five rebounds, two assists, 10 points. Just watch that. Just watch the Brandon Miller moments because, again, a very good game from PJ Washington today, 23 points. And this is all to say to flux, pre, miles, whatever. Gordon Haywood, again, as I said yesterday, he is on waiver wires and he should not be. I said it before and I'll say it again. Gordon Haywood should not be on a waiver wire anywhere. Go and check out your waiver wire. Just, just do it right now. Check out your waiver wire. The Hornets have a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. And if Gordon Haywood is on your waiver wire, even Brandon Miller at this point, get him into your team. If you need some points, 100% get them into your team. If you need some threes, get them into your team. These are guys that you want to have at the end of your week to help get you there, especially with that back-to-back. If Haywood is available, put him in your roster, put him into your team, and help drag you over to the finish line by the end of it. Uh, next up in our games to finish off the week. Oh, the one thing I will say, Dylan Brooks wasn't shit today. Good on you, Dylan Brooks. 20 points and efficient from the field. Look, the Rockets have been playing some decent basketball and over time lost the other day. Today, look, what can we say when you when you really get a win over the Hornets? They're not the greatest team, but at least they got a win. One from three, both in the start of the season. Uh, the Nuggets today, they got smacked by the Timberwolves. Playoff revenge game? Maybe. It was like Jokic is still like incredible at basketball. Like, hey, no surprises here. Nikola Jokic, very good at basketball. Three assists, 11 from 23, eight rebounds. The three assists seems like odd for the day, but not when your team has been inefficient. Michael Porter Jr., again, the state of flux with this guy is ridiculous. If if the Nuggets are going to be truly one of the best teams in basketball again, Michael Porter Jr. has to play better than this. Five rebounds from him, zero from five from deep, which is what he, like the length that he can just extend that ball. That KDS, that 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 long looking shot, that shot where you can just jump up, elevate over any defender and drain it in. That's what he's played himself into last year, and it hasn't been consistent this year. The two from eleven from the field is absolutely not great. The, the steal and the block is okay. One assist, not very very good. Not really an assist kind of guy, but none of the team had it going. 18 minutes today for Aaron Gordon. These Look, they really got smoked out by the end of this one. Uh, KCP, not a great game for him. Jamal Murray, 
five from 16. Just not a great game for these guys at all. And if you look down the injury report and, and who's playing and who's not for them, there's, there's no real tells for this. But they just didn't play well today. So they rolled out Zeke Naji for some extra run out there, and they and they rolled off Peyton Watson again and Reggie Jackson and, and Christian Brown. This not a good game for them. But what it was a good game for again is Nas Reed. Nas Reed, 16 points, five rebounds, the assist and the steal is all nice for Nas. Six from nine, three from three from the free throw line. These are good stats. He is definitely one of those streaming options and available in a lot of leagues that you want to keep your eye on, especially when they have a back-to-back. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo doing slow-mo things, but Cat, best game from him I've seen in a little bit. Plus 22, team leading on the side this one. 21 points, four assists, two steals, eight rebounds, seven from 19 inefficient, and one from four from deep isn't great. But again, what I do like to see from this one is the floor general, Mike Connolly out there. The efficiencies that he have is absolutely amazing. I love Mike Connolly, and he's available in a lot of rosters. Oh, sorry, on a lot of waiver wise. You pick it up, Connolly. The Wolves, though, getting a bit of a surprise victory, one would say. But then again, we've got to remember in the playoffs last season, they were they were closer than you think. Go back and watch those games. The Wolves did push them a couple times there. Not to the fact that Cat would say that, you know, they were the better team and, you know, best season of their life. But yeah, they did pretty well. Uh Going into this one, I've got to say, this was an absolute, like, I can't wait for the last game of the day, by the way. I'll make through to them. Look, the Bulls and the Mavs, no real surprises there. The Apart from the Mavs getting up today over the Bulls, even without Kyrie Irving, they go on 4-0 and to start the season with their brand new roster. And he continues to be very, very good at basketball. Luca. Yeah, he is very good at basketball. And today, 18 points. It might have been inefficient. One from eight from deep isn't good. But you just love to see the 10 assists and the 7 rebounds. Derek Lively, the 13 rebounds, good. Derek Jones Jr., good. But Grant Williams, the 25 points, the 7 from 9 from deep, that's big stuff from Grant. Yeah, absolutely love that. The 5 rebounds, the assists, and the steal are all very, very nice. But continually a guy, I'm going to just double-check his waiver wire priority because we did mention this the other day, is Tim Hardaway. Now, he was in a state of flux to begin the season. They didn't know what the hell was going on with him. And look, here we go. I just turned him into one of my multiple leagues, and he is available. There we go. He's only rostered in 34% of leagues, but he continues to be like an absolute smoke show for the Rockets. In fact, he's inside the top 100 to start the season. If you've got a spot on your team, bring in the bring in bring in the Dallas Maverick, Tim Hardaway Jr. Like 100%. What are you doing? If you if they get an early back-to-back set next week, or you can work onto them, and we've got some details like Sunday, Monday. You can get him in. You can get him to finish your week and bring him into your roster for next week. Tim Hardaway Jr., look, I'm going to have to play the sound. I'm, I'm going to have to play the sound. I'm going to. I'm just going to have to do it. Targets acquired. Yep, put him on there. Tim Hardaway Jr., If you've, especially if you need some points and threes. He's given you others. Now, this might be because, you know, Kyrie Irving wasn't there. You say, Matty, look, Kyrie hasn't been there. He hasn't played the last couple of games. He's had to carry a bit of the load. Sure. Okay. He has. But he also was 100% from the free throw line his first two games of the season with Kyrie. He also knocked down three three three-pointers in that time, scoring 19 and 7. But he's also got four and six rebounds in each one of those. He's put in an assist each time. He doesn't cough the ball up that much. So, yeah, you can absolutely stream him in and get value. Oh, it's not value. You wouldn't say value. But you can get some use. 
he's like a he's like something in your top in the in the middle drawer in your kitchen. You just open it up, and there's a whole bunch of stuff you can use in there, and take you can take out a Tim Hardaway Jr. out of your kitchen drawer. That's the kind of guy that old mate is, especially with how he's running it right now. And he is readily available. He is rostered in only 34% of Yahoo leagues, and he has been playing good enough to be added to your roster and and be, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. Today, as I've said all season, they continue to suck ass. The Chicago Bulls, not very good. Uh, Javon Carter, 15 minutes, five from seven from the floor. That's nice. And just doing the light work, Alex Caruso for peripheral stats if you need to stream those in. But apart from that, they're just not very, very good. Kobe White, another inefficient day. But what I did like about this, I will say for Kobe White, is that he played the 33 minutes. If the shot falls, it'll look good. But a big, but a big horsey game. I should play the big horse sound just for Mick Dell. Because it was a very much a very Mick Dell game for this one. The the Mick Dell Big Horse Award of the Day has to go to. <laughs> Oh, Vucci. 10 from 17. He hit a three. Good on him. But 20 rebounds, 20 points. you love to see that for Vucci. He's obviously going to fill up those stats for you any day of the week and help win your rebounds every single week when he is playing like that. But look, they're not very good, the Chicago Bulls. And you want them to be better because they're the Chicago Bulls because you might be historically tied to them. But yeah, not a very good showing from them. Uh, this game was an absolute shit show. The Jazz and Grizzlies. The, the Jazz just continued to smack them around all game long. Like it was not a good showing. I don't know what to take away from this. I, I really don't. They they threw out weird lineups. The starting five played well. They, they didn't need to play Walker Kessler any more minutes because why play Walker Kessler? Why get your new guy injured? Why get your, your good blokes injured when you can roll out Kelly Olynyk and he's hot from deep, three from four. Now, I said the buy low window had closed on Kessler the other day because I expected more to come back. I expected him to play a lot better against Jaron Jackson Jr., who they still rolled out there today for 26 minutes. When they were they tried to mount a comeback, they couldn't. And he's still in 26 minutes, 19 points, eight rebounds, a block, one from eight from deep. I do not like that at all from him, just having to stretch the floor. But they're looking real bad. They're zero to five to start the season. 20 games away, 20 games. 20 games. This is going to be the chant of every Memphis Grizzlies fan. Just, just 20 games. It's got to be the chant as of now for absolutely every single Memphis Grizzlies fan. It's got to be because they suck. They're not playing very well at all. But two and three, the Utah Jazz, another not great team in the NBA, doing well. And look, Colin Sexton today, the apparition of him uh, being one of the most elite scorers of all time did come to fruition today. Look, 23 points, plus 22, eight from 10 from the field, four from six from deep, perfect from the free throw line, three rebounds, six assists. That was a big Sexton game, but you're not going to get those all the time. Another good game as well, though, for Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, look, Clarkson needs to be improved. This is the Clarkson we know and love. Maybe this was a bit of fo- like form finding for these blokes, but I just, I'm curious, the Kessler going one from four from the field today, a couple of times he just, there was one time where he got a rebound down on the offensive end, and maybe he knew that Jackson was close to him. And I just, I want him to go up and flush the ball. And he just, it just went up and over the top for a layup and it missed. Like, I'm just not, is there that fever hangover? He has a good game, a rest, he comes back. I'm, I'm holding him. And I know he's going to drop down. I see him at the end of the day as a top 50, top 60 guy in that 50, 60 zone. Like, that's where I had him pegged on his performance from last year. And for all intents and purposes, I thought he might have a second year progress leap. But it's not happening right now, so I'm very, very curious to see what happens with minutes there. But 
no real news apart from both not very good teams. And Larry Markkinen, still good. But when when it's a blowout like this, you can't you can't polish a turd. You just really can't. Today, the Warriors, again, breaking the heart of the Sacramento Kings. If you're a Kings fan and you've got to keep on coming up against the Golden State Warriors who now start the season four and one, your heart's got to break a little bit. You've got a, a huge game from Sabonis, 23 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. And I know this was close without De'Aaron Fox. Like Donna, Davion Mitchell, I said Donovan, 13 points in there, three steals, four assists, three rebounds. You love to see that him filling in. Keegan Murray stepping up offensively, trying to put in some work, being inefficient. Harrison Barnes, not that great. We all expected Malik Monk to come out there and be the scorer. And he was five from nine for the field in only 25 minutes, which I thought was curious. 16 points, three rebounds, two assists. But Kevin Herter just couldn't get him there either. Not great. Damn, they came close, didn't they? They lose 101 to 102 on an absolutely firing fourth quarter from the Golden State Warriors, led by one, obviously, Steph Curry. Good game as well today from Clay Thompson. Inefficient but a much better overall game. The three blocks from him, I love to see it. The 13 points from Draymond Green, we love to see it. Kaminga, I, I will touch on one other person. This Kaminga getting good minutes. Paul, not good today. Now, this was my concern I wanted to get to. The bloke that I was concerned about in this lineup was Chris Paul. He only took five shots, zero from three. I love the eight assists and the four rebounds. <sighs> I've just need to see him being like getting some more buckets there to really justify. Look, I got him late in a couple of drafts and I was happy with that. And in 28 minutes, I expect a bit more offense from him. Like it is Chris Port at the end of the day. And I know there's that age regression, but I expect him to be at least 10 to maybe 12 points a game. Seeing him come away on the score sheet with two, like to, to basically to get where I thought he could be, he's going to have to go 100% from the field. But I'm liking what I'm seeing from Kaminga and the Saric minutes today. He does have a really good rapport in that second unit with Saric. So I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Golden State right now. And they eked out another win. Four and one to start the season from them. But the game of the day for me, this was this was a massive one. The Los Angeles Lakers winning for the first time in since the bubble versus the Clippers. I think it was 13 games they've lost against the Clips. Maybe 18 games. Whatever it was, 13, whatever, there's a shitload of games that the Lakers have lost to the Clippers since the bubble. And it was an absolute stunner. Thank you, Kawhi Leonard. Owners who drafted him, I've spoken about before, they were going to give you a return. Him and Paul George continue to absolutely be amazing. Now, it was a crappy Kawhi Leonard game. I might have been like, why are, these, why are they going to rest him versus the Lakers on the second night? They're going to – maybe James Harden was going to play, and if that was the case, why would you not just roll out your new lineup straight away? PJ Tucker hit the floor for them straight away, played 21 minutes, took one shot, five rebounds, four fouls. But PJ was there. Harden – no Harden. But Westbrook against his old team was dynamite to start the game off. 24 points, almost a triple-double, 11 rebounds, eight assists. But the real heroes of the Clippers always have been and will continue to be Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. 35 points from Paul George. He was dynamite from behind. Like the, the threes that he was hitting today, just clean, was ridiculous. Like closed out on the guy. Amazing. Six rebounds, one assist in the two steals. Love to see it from PG. Kawhi Leonard, 38 points, five assists, six rebounds, two steals. He put them right back in this contest. 
Now they were down into the fourth. They were trailing. And then those guys went to work and put it back close. And here I go. I thought another, another Lakers choke job, another just fall apart. But LeBron James and Anthony Davis today, absolutely huge. D'Angelo Russell, two decent games in a row from him. You love to see it from D'Lo. This was a great gritty win for the Lakers. And there's a lot to glean out here, including those people who dropped Austin Reeves. So Austin Reeves was dropped over the past week and was not playing well. Uh, Austin Reeves is rostered in 85% of leagues. Now that's fair enough. The thing was he's been down 4% over the past day, couple of days. So he was, I think, down like 2% the day before, down 4% yesterday. So people just had enough of him and dropped him. Now, the first couple of games weren't good. Oh, look, they were okay. Then there was a really stinking game. So the first couple of games were okay. But the stinkers, the one from 12 from the field three games ago, just people were like, I'm done with him. I'm going to drop him. And then last game, they get the win. He plays better, more efficient from the field, 11 points, three rebounds, three assists. And then today, in a win versus the Clippers, 15 points, not again exactly the efficiency we like, but the seven rebounds, the seven assists, and the three steals are nice. I don't like the five turnovers. Not helpful, unless you're punting turnovers, but just better. So he is going to be available in some on some leagues, and you probably want to swoop in and get him about now because he will come back and play more consistency. He'll play more consistently throughout the course of the season. And again, we don't know what the thing is with LeBron James in these minutes, but today, obviously, LeBron just ramped it up and he just went to town. He was absolutely dynamite today. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. This was, I hate to throw it around there, but it really was just a vintage LeBron game. It really was. And watching these guys go up against each other in LA, it was a joy to watch. Anthony Davis continues to be excellent this season. The four block shots, everything like LeBron James, the two blocks, including that one on Russ, 13 from 19, four from eight from deep. Like they needed him today. And he came through, did the King. Absolutely huge. I love, I, yeah, big win for them. Absolutely love it. And let's go on to, I guess, before we go anywhere else, let's do a bit of a preview of tomorrow's games. And then let's have a look at some targets. <laughs> Yeah, heating up tomorrow. We are on, should we call it Tawny Eve? Not a lot of games tomorrow. We'll go through them quickly. The Raptors and the 76ers on the back-to-back. Tomorrow, do we see our brand new rotations of the starters? It is confirmed that Kelly Oubre, big notes for this one. And here, let's put him on this one straight away as well. Targets acquired. Yeah, Skidmore. By the way, I'm talking to Jake Skidmore from the Inside Podcast Network. We both found out at the same time this afternoon, that randomly in a league where in De'Anthony Melton was on the waiver wire. So I've gone like, oh, that's interesting. I should probably get him. I've gone to do that. And as of process, it was no longer available. I'm like, what, am I, what do you mean he's not available? I just clicked on the guy. Except, yep, except, except, except. Do, 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 do. Now, 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 now. And then two seconds later, I see that Skiddy's done it. And I caught it out straight away. We were just laughing our asses off because he was an absolute hot pickup in some ones and uh, in some leagues. And look, again, this is a guy who is available in leagues. Melton is available in leagues right across Yahoo and ESPN. He's only rostered in 69% of the leagues in Yahoo. That should be a lot higher. Have a look and check your league. And also, the guy with the starting job being officially listed, we were wondering who is it going to be? Is it going to be Paul Reed? Is it going to be whoever? They've come out and they've agreed that it's going to be the hot guy. Kelly Oubre Jr., he said that he will take the starting role in the short term. So obviously, long term, we don't know what that means. So he's going with the guy there. And if you're Jake Skidmore, pull over by this hot guy and let me out. 
will pull up on Kelly Oubre every single day of the week. And if he is available in your league, and he certainly is, put him in there. He is an absolute scorching scorer. We know this. He's played generally pretty well this season, 500% from the floor. Now, look, there's been a couple of rough games in there, to be fair. Like, the last one efficiency-wise wasn't great. And he doesn't give you any assists, but he's been getting you steals. He's been getting you some rebounds. He's been getting you excellent free throw efficiency, and he's been getting you buckets of points. 27, 18, and 12 in their first three games. You can get him off your waiver wire. He is 60% rostered. He is up 3% in the last in the last day since the announcement from Nurse. Swoop in there and have a look at that guy. Put him on your waiver wire targets. The Pistons and the Pels continue to be the same. Uh, again, biggest injury news there is Brandon Ingram still looks to be out of tomorrow's game. Now, when we have a look at uh, Brandon Ingram's availability for it, we can see exactly who we're looking at on the team. And again, it's guys like Matt Ryan. It's guys like Dyson Daniels getting those minutes. Now, they're on the second of a back-to-back. Do they rest Zion Williamson for tomorrow? I'm I'm unsure if they do that. I don't think they're going to start just rest, randomly out there resting. Jason. I don't think they're going to be resting Zion Williamson all the time. Now, they might. It was a really, like, do they do it? I don't think so. I'm looking at it now, and I just don't think they rest him tomorrow. They haven't announced it yet. And maybe it's like a last-minute niggling injury for tomorrow. Maybe. But with Brandon Ingram questionable, I would have to say that they play Zion Williamson and get some of that faith on the back of the back-to-back today. So there's no one real is there. Uh, Tyrese Maxey's off the injury report. Kelly Oubre is starting in those other games. Of those all games, that's it. Now, Jalen Duran, I guess, is the only other news in those two games. He is questionable to return tomorrow. If not, what will happen is we'll see it today. We'll see Isaiah Stewart play the center. We'll see Marvin Bagley, most likely, come in and fill in that power forward spot and definitely worth a stream. Pay attention to your wires overnight and first thing in the morning to see if you should bring Marvin Bagley and what the word is for Jalen Duran. The next one, Orlando and Utah. Now, this is the second night of the back-to-back for the Utah Jazz. This is what I'm curious to see about the Kessler game. This is a line. This is a team with Paolo Banquero who hasn't been playing that well. Wendell Carter Jr. not playing that well. Look again, the whole Team USA thing. I said it yesterday. A bit of that rivalry and a bit of that uh, going on, maybe for Walker Kessler. Maybe they just had this game so in the bag. He didn't give a shit today, and can look forward to tomorrow's one. Maybe I'd like to see him work a lot harder on the basketball court and return the pick that was burned on him. But for me, I'm really curious to see what this game is on the back-to-back set for the Orlando Magic. And this will be the third game, I think, in like four days for the Magic. They did have the most favorable schedule this week. They played four games out of it. And no injuries there to report. They are all looking good and set. Uh, Tomorrow, Devin Booker is again questionable. If he is available in your league, Eric Gordon is the must-add. And Grayson Allen as well. Using those guys in with Bradley Beal officially 100% listed as out tomorrow. You've got to look for them to back up the same way they have versus the San Antonio Spurs from the other day. Much of a muchness for these guys. It's going to shake out. Look, the game could go the same way again without the the foul at the last minute and did he get fouled and Keldon Johnson getting the... Regardless of that, it ended up being a tight game and you really wanted your potential championship team to win it. But without Devin Booker and without Bradley Beal, we are yet to see who the Phoenix Suns are. And that's what we really want to keep our eyes on. Going over and having a look at our rostered, our who's hot guys and our transaction. Let's just do it. Let's just jump in the car and do one of these ones. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. 
look at who is hot and the transactions have been happening. The most added guys over the past 24 hours. We want to pay attention to this because these guys, again, will go off very, very quickly. Now, when we pick doing our pickups on this one, make sure like when you're looking at them, remember it resets at the end of the day. So always check your wire before bed. I guess it's different in Australia. We see at the end of the day right now, what I'm recording this at the end of the day, we see all those last minute transactions to process overnight. Now, some settings, if a guy has played on that day, you just can't instantly add them anymore. So we're going to have a look at like what's going on with these players. Who's hot? Who are our must adds? right down through our list. Now, the hottest guys ads today have been guys like Dorian Finney-Smith with the outlook today. But again, the Nets aren't playing. Lonnie Walker has been added. Eric Gordon is the must-hot ad there. I, I tell you now, he is hot ad. Uh, now, Alec Burks, Alec Burks didn't play. If Alec Burks pops up and plays tomorrow because he had some forearm soreness, if look, he was not listed on any of their pregame injury reports, and they end up sitting it out. Maybe he comes back tomorrow. He's been a great grab. Alec Burks has been a really decent grab. So you want to probably put him in there for your games. Now, again, the Pistons had the Wednesday and the Thursday back-to-back. -back. Maybe he just didn't play the first one. Who knows? But if you're looking for hot guys, they're definitely coming up. Now, the Suns, as I said, they have that Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. Now, the Friday-Saturday back-to-back is where we want to really look at that ad. So this is where the guys like Lonnie Walker, Dorian Finney-Smith, come very important to your league. In fact, of these guys, Dorian Finney-Smith, as of now, has been added 7,760 times. Now, this is curious because Claxton's supposed to be back the next game. So does if we see that, does DFS get that run? Well, not, he's not going to give you the same return. But right now, without it being 100%, yep, Nick Claxton's playing. Yeah, he's definitely the guy you want to look at. Like I'm looking at that right now and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I just don't know. I, I don't trust it. Like, do I do I look at him in advance for that? Like, I'm going to want to add him, but if I can get a guy tomorrow, so this is what you have to play the dangerous game in in Waver, in Waverland. Who's got those back-to-backs? So the Friday, the Saturdays, the Nets, the Bulls, the Nuggets, and the Pacers. There is no back-to-back -back for Thursday and Friday. There's no back-to-backs to worry about and try and schedule in. So what you might want to do is you might want to pull out some of the nets. So you want to look at DFS and Lonnie Walker. You want to pay real fine attention to the next 24 hours about the Nick Claxton reports. If he comes back, DFS is a fade and Lonnie Walker's probably, probably would play more minutes positionally there. The Bulls, no one really. Kobe White's available on being dropped. Probably bring him in as a starter. Javon Carter. But the Nuggets, look, they've got the Friday, Saturday back-to-back. Guys like Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, and Naji, they become more playable. KCP is also available on a lot of waiver wires. So you're looking to bring those guys in. And the Pacers, as I said right now, guys who have been absolutely hot and you want to put your waiver wire targets on. Targets acquired. Yeah, Nemhard and Naismith. You just want to keep your eyes on them and what's going on, especially with the Tyrese Halliburton injury. They could be pickups, especially with that Friday, Saturday back-to-back. -back. Before you turn into your Hornets or your Suns on the Saturday and Sunday, and if you can milk that out and you're in a good position in your league and you can do a burner and you can move from a Pacer, a Nugget, a Bull, or a Net into a Mav, a Piston, a Warrior, or a Spur to finish the week with an extra game and start your week next week with an extra game, look at your availability, look at your rosters, see what positions you can target and make the most out of those. That's how you can chase down the rest of your week 
and get set for the weekend. Big shout out to our friends as well, the Standard Squeeze. I'm rocking some of their apparel. You can check it out and all of their drinking gear online at standardsqueeze.com. Use promo code INSIGHT15 to get 15% off. I've been Matty G for Insight NBA. I'll check you soon.